Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Welcome to Bounce Down. We take on Collingwood this Saturday afternoon. Yes, we've got another game at Optus Stadium, 2.35 in the afternoon. That's a bit of a surprise. It's top versus bottom, and these two teams couldn't be further apart from the 2018 Grand Final. Before we delve into that, I welcome my co-host, Dan and Wayne. How are you going, boys? Yeah, good, thanks. Good to be here. Um, thanks to Tom, our sponsor at Plus Fitness, Subiaco, Hillary's and Junior Love. Get down there, tell him you're from Eagle Nation and he'll get you into shape. And get onto Linktree because all our socials and all our podcasts, where Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, they're all on there. So go there and you can hear any of the shows, spread the word. Um, and, guys, we record this on a Monday, so we will briefly talk about uh, the mid-season draft that comes up this Wednesday. So we'll probably release this episode just as that's happening. So we'll just give you our predictions on who we might be picking. So that's come later on in the show. Uh, we take on Collingwood. Um, 31 wins to the Eagles, 27 to Collingwood. The last five has been split three to the Eagles and two to Collingwood. And the last time they met, well... It's probably one of the games that people are still trying to work out how the Eagles won, but they won 14 goals, 387 to Collingwood, 10 goals, 14 at Marvel Stadium. And I think it was because we had players that weren't even on our list. Yeah, it was probably because it was at Marvel too. Like, you know, yeah. they, they don't like travelling down the road, do they, the Vic team? That's not Richmond, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I was talking to Wayne about this off air, but I like to go further back. What did you say? Last five games were three and two? Yep. You go further back, I think we're – Eight and they've still only got two. Yeah, so yeah. Six so. wins to two, two wins to them. So and one since, of their, one of their wins was by a point. Yeah, and since two thousand and eighteen, uh, yeah, it's been we've played I think eight times and they've only won twice. One so, of those was a final. This yes, year. and that was the one we we were very gutted at because we we're very inaccurate in front of goal, mm. and That's we walked away thinking and we lost that ourselves. Mm. Like Collingwood yeah. when we lost that. And I remember being so, listen to me now. I'm still fuming about because yeah. we think we only got ourselves to blame. We could not yeah. convert. And it was also the one where our former premier, Mr. McGowan, told him that the calling them were a dirty team, dirty pies. Oh dirty yeah, that's pies. right. It was in the yeah. paper yeah. and all yeah, that. Yeah, it was. And yeah, I really, fired up. Oh god. Typical Fremantle supporter. Yeah. <laughs> but still, two wins out of eight games. Six well, to us. That's. Could be an upset on the car. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Now, I'm I, not tipping my, that. Yeah, that would be great. I said for my last, family. I said last week if Eagles beat Essendon, it'd be the, uh, the upset of the of the year. If Eagles beat Collingwood this week, it would be the upset of the year, yeah. oh. and it'd be the upset of the decade. Bloody century! Um, keep the jackals off us for at least a week, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, people would be going, "What's going on here?" Um, Eagles' uh, biggest win against uh, Collingwood is 81 points in round 17, 1991 at the Wacker. I used to love going to the Wacker. Not. Yeah. It was always cold. Didn't matter oh, if it was at yeah. the start of the year, it was always cold. Um, uh, Magpies, 100 points, their biggest win over us in round 10, 2008 at MCG. Uh, so they're the biggest wins by the clubs. Um, we've had some close calls against them. And, you know, we've had some great games against Collingwood, as you said. Um, their last round, they, they played another lower team in North Melbourne. And uh, North Melbourne kicked six goals in the last quarter, but they went down by 35 points. Collingwood 16-9, 105 to North Melbourne, 10 goals, 10. So, you know, 
They're playing pretty good, Collingwood. You have to take your hat off to them. Uh, they've only lost once this year. They probably, you know, they ne- they never count themselves out of the game. So, no. you know, and that's probably something that we've got to get ourselves to where get that belief yep. because, you know, they were in our position two years ago. They were 17 from the ladder. So, and, you know, a new coach comes in. So this is probably where all the Simpson talk starts, you know, because a lot of people are comparing the Eagles to Collingwood in the last five years and how they, you know, Simpson kept his job because we won the grand final. Would Simpson be in the job now if he lost the grand final? Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. You know, yeah. Buckley, um, unfortunately, he's not. And now they've got a new coach you, you, and things change. But, you know, yeah. if's a big word, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, but Eddie Maguire said this himself. He said he would rather have the Eagles history since 2018 and what's happening now for that premiership. Oh, of course you would. Even so, it doesn't matter where Collingwood yeah. are now; they still haven't achieved it. They are the benchmark of the competition now, but what we achieved, they did not achieve. You know what I mean? Um, and Eddie Maguire, flat out, the ex-president said he would swap that premiership for the turmoil we're in now in a heartbeat, because that's the ultimate goal. Um, and yes, they're they've bounced back; they're a better side, but they're all, as you said, they're also down the bottom at one stage, second last. You know, and they should never have been there. Got a great father son. And I honestly, I do reckon Dacos makes a massive difference to that side. Oh, both do. Like it's, it's and they traded good as well. They traded good. Yeah, but Bob, Vic- Bobby Hill, McStay, um, Victorian clubs get that opportunity players. where yeah. they can get a lot of players back yeah. compared to interstate teams. Sorry, Mitchell. I'm just going through them now in my head. You know, they've got three. I think there's another one too. I've forgotten. But Lipinski, Lipinski Mitchie, yeah. Mitchell. They do. They um, they get Bobby the players Hill, in. Yeah, McStay. But the one thing. And why wouldn't you go to a, a club oh, like Powerhouse Collingwood? Victoria, Collingwood. You, you, know? don't, you don't travel. Your home ground is MCG and you get good crowds. When I, you told me yeah. to sell Harley Reid last week, a big part of it was the crowds, wasn't it? Well, yeah. Collingwood have that every week as well yeah, and the marquee yeah. games. Come here, play Anzac Day. You know, Of course it's an attractive offer. But the one thing with Collingwood this year, and as I said, they are the benchmark and they are the best team in the comp, but they're not putting teams away. You mentioned uh, Roos. They only beat Roos by 35 points. So there is no way we can allow a 100-point loss this week. No. no way in hell. Because, yes, they are the great side, but that's not what they're doing. That's not how they're playing. They're not burying yeah. sides. They're overcoming adversary. They're coming back from the wins. They're having great last quarters. Lost last week's last quarter. You don't that. Bruce kicked six goals. But that's what they're known for. They give you a sniff. Yeah. They allow you to give a sniff. They and, do. And that'll just come down to they, the Eagles. If they've got their skills together, they're, they're, they are a chance to – Cause an upset because they keep you in games. But like you said, this would be a coach killer if they got beaten by 100 points, Eagles. Yeah. This and would be a real kick in the guts. Well, it's just – it's so funny because when I say, say to Wayne right now, all right, we're playing the best team right now, you'd be like, oh, here's a 60, 70-point loss. You know, better not be 100. But to me, the way they play, this better not be over 40 points. Yep. Mm. It better not be over 40. And it sucks that's the position we're in where I'm like anything under 40 and I'm happy. That's not a great position to be in as a supporter. But right now where we're at, that's realistic to me. They don't put teams to the sword. They don't have massive goal-scoring capabilities. They're okay up, up forward. We'll talk about them later. You know, they've got my check. We talked about Bobby Hill coming in. So they've got forwards. that They do kick goals and, you know, to go, it goes in and out of that forward line as well. But they don't have a Kerner up forward. They don't have a Jerry Cameron up forward. Damn it, they don't have an Oscar Allen up forward. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So that's not their power. So we cannot allow this to be a blowout. 
And I don't care what position we're in, it cannot be a blowout. They've, they've Bef- changed their ways in the last two years. So they used to be a great starting team. Yep. And then it was always raving about the 2018 grand final. Kick five to zip and then they lost the game. And now, But since McRae's been there, McRae has actually changed their club completely. Great coach. You've got to take the hat off that guy because – People actually like Collingwood now, and it's all because of him. Because <laughs> he's so upfront and honest about everything, and he's so he's not a dickhead about anything. You know, he's very contrite and he's very respectful of other clubs and what they can do. And he's changed where, but he's changed where you watch them. They play for each other. They play for their coach and they play for each other. We don't. Yeah. I don't think we play for our coach at the moment, and I don't think we play for each other. They play for each other. They just they're de- that last quarter. You know, if you if you're four goals in front in the last quarter, you can't walk in and the same thing. Shit, we got this game. You know, you haven't got you, it done. You're breathing you're, heavy. They're yeah. gonna be they're gonna be coming at, at you. you. There is a saying: you're grinning if you're winning, mm. right? So, and maybe there's a reason why yeah. they're playing for each other. Um, and he was do seem that they don't look like they're playing for each other. But then maybe they're just not skilled enough to do it. Um, yes. I'm going to ask you a question on one play in particular in a second, but I'm going to go through the injury list for Collingwood and West Coast first. Uh, Collingwood's injury list, uh, Charlie Deeney's out for the rest of the year. Billy Frampton, he's still probably a week away. Jeremy Howell, he's probably – yeah, the broken arm. He's back just after the bye, they reckon. Kruger, he could come back in a test. Uh, Lipinski's – couple of weeks away, McStay's a couple of weeks away, still side bottom, the big one out of the weekend, he did his knee, mm. I don't know if it's an ACL or a PCL. MCL. Uh, MCL. MCL, so yeah. that's... Yeah, saying about four, they reckon four weeks. Four, four to six weeks, you know yeah. what I mean there, so, and I love watching him play, mm. um, so, uh, so... they're the guys that are missing for Collingwood Eagles, well our list isn't as bad, Luke Edwards concussion, so he's out for the week. Shuey, they reckon, back the week after the bye. So be interested when this comes out on Tuesday, mm. how correct we are. So we're just predicting this, as we said, we do it on Mondays. Petreski Seaton, he should be the game after the bye. Um, Darling should be only a week or two away. He'd probably come back the same time. McGovern, I think you said off air that he might be a chance coming back the game after the bye. Yeah, see, that's the thing. We've got the bye coming up, so it's Collingwood and the bye. And there's going to be four players that could possibly be available after that buy. McGovern's recovery, he's gone beyond. Like, they're shocked he's hitting because he and Ryan had the same surgery, you know, to fix their hamstring. And he's bounced back well. So him, Pacheski, Seaton, Shuey and Darling yep. should all be available after that buy. So what an injection of... Great players and mature players in that. Yeah, team. and it's coming at the right time to buy. Nat Nui still six, seven weeks away. As you said, uh, Tom Cole, same. Liam Ryan, the same. Isaiah Winders got a dis, um, what did I say? A fractured kneecap, um, a stress fracture. Jamie Cripps, they said he's well ahead of schedule, but still got him down as 10 to 12 weeks. Cully's out for the season. Jones could be out for the season. Depends yeah. on how bad there's. He, he had surgery today. Yeah, surgery. No way he yeah, can come back. surgery today. There's no way he'll come back. Yeah, so why would you risk? Well, why, why, why would you? And Domi Sheed, he's got a calf issue, but well, he played, didn't uh, he? But we've seen Chester play with dodgy knee. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, so they've gone out there. I wouldn't look in too much to that one. All right. So the question I want to ask you is: Do we tag Dacos? No, I don't think. Who 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 is good enough there to tag him? I, if he's playing back, yes. 
If he's playing midfield, I want to release the shackles in the midfield. I think I said that last week. Forget the tag because we've got to see what these players can do because if they can't gather the ball, if they can't collect the ball, if they can't get the ground ball, if they can't have good disposal efficiency, then they shouldn't be on the list. So if they move him in the midfield, no, I don't think we tag him, which effectively it's more to find out where our list is. If we want to win the game, you'll tag him. But if he's on the halfback, you put a defensive forward on him. I don't know. Give it to Rotham. I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Move him forward and just say, look, your one role is to shut him down because it works. Yeah. You know, he can get 41 disposals and a couple of goals this year. He's had games like that. Uh, Swans tagged him. He had 27, and I think 15 of them were saying were kickouts. So it works. They say it doesn't, but it bloody works. Yeah. That's what I thought I'd ask. So yeah. I, I think you, I, I'm the big thing. If, you, you, if you're going to um, tag class, you've got to use a bit of class to tag them. Yeah. You just can't put a, a nobody on there and say, ah. Oh, Go and do that. Well, well they've they've tried really Xavier Neal in the last two, three weeks, and he's not a tagger. So no, maybe no. that's why they're trying to work out if he's had another yeah. string to his bow. There's, there's one guy in there who's got the speed to run with him, but has he got has he got the temperament and has he got the and he's sitting in that and he's done nothing for fifty odd games. He's probably about <laughs> half a dozen good games. He's your favourite player, Petrocelli. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put Petrocelli you know, on him. He's a guy who's got the speed. If but, you say sit on him. That's all you got to do. And say, sit on him and run off him. Yeah. Um, you know, if it was me and we were going to tag him, I'd wait till he come out of halfback and then I'd try and tag him from there. Mm. And I wouldn't, you know, send yeah. a player down there. It would be Connor West. Yeah. I'd yeah. say, just go with him, mate, and just mm. make his life. That's good. He's mate. going to get 20, like you said, 27 possessions, mm. but make him earn those 27 possessions. You know what I mean? He, he would, he would yeah. make him earn it. He's not on the list now and, like, he actually uh, waffle captain. Bloody hell, wouldn't Nelson be a good option oh. if he was still this? Yeah. He'll be yeah. perfect. He's got the mongrel with him. He's got a bit of speed. Yeah. Who cares if he's forward? Just say, you just follow him wherever he goes. Yeah. Like. And that's why I thought Connor West sort of yeah, no, play that role. That's a good yeah. point. Um, he did some good things last weekend. Or you say, Greg Clark, here's your chance, yes. mate. But you I know, know I mean? I, I, actually, I, I've converted. I'm the Wayne. I'm like, no, I don't even care if it's forward now. Yeah. Release the shackles. We've got to see what these players can yeah. do. They, why are we using O'Neill as a tag? We can't see what O'Neill can do offensively. He's supposed to be the best kick in the in the side. I want to bloody see that. <laughs> you know, and that statistically he was the best kick in the side. But you listen to the players. They, they say he's the best kick in the side because they obviously do training with him. I want to see it. So we can't use this as like let's strategically win this game. We've got to see like our list is in dire straits. Let's assess it. Let's mm. see what they've got. Remove the shackles. I, I've, I've changed my mind. I'm with you now, Wayne. No, <laughs> we, we don't tag. I think too. This conversation has changed my mind. Like, if we do release the shackles, yeah. you know, all of a sudden he'd run forward. If we do a quick yeah. turnover, we, got a, we should have – really, theoretically, we should have man free. <laughs> use the skill. Make the, sure the skills work. And try and and score off him and and see what they say then. Yeah, he's had twenty four possessions. Yeah, but Noah Long's Noah Long's kicked four goals. That's who he's supposed to be playing on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like Sheasel. That's but, what I said. They get a lot of the ball round one. Let Ryan kick three goals. On media, him, you know, they they leak goals. Yeah. Media don't talk about that, do they? No, never oh, do. Because it's not good media. No, um, good stats. It's all they look at. Yeah. Well, let's look at who could be possible lining up for Collingwood. You got their their back line would be Quaynor. Darcy Moore's probably the All-Australian backman at the moment. He's best backman in the comp. He's playing unbelievable. Braden Maynard, people don't like him, but he's one of those. Second best backman. He, he, he does his job. Jack Crisp, well, he's won, what, the most fairest and best in the last five years for, uh, I think he has. He's uh, better than uh, Pendlebury with, I think, the amount of uh, 
Ferris and Betsy's one. Nathan Murphy and John Noble. John Noble's a mid-season draft, 78, 90, 80 games, whatever it is. Consistently good player. Steel side bottom was out, so somebody will come in for him. Tom Mitchell, as we said. Um, Dan's dying there in the corner, guys. <laughs> um, Josh Dacos. Um, Ash Johnson. He, he's playing all right. He's another mid-season yeah. draft. Yeah. So they've picked a few players out at mid-season, done pretty good. Brody Meyercheck. Now, we said he's no Oscar Allen or that, but he can be dangerous on his day. And Jamie Elliott. Um, they're your forwards. So... Um, that, you know, oh, you got Taylor Adams, mate, Mason Cox, Bobby Hill. They can Mason Cox is having a good year, isn't he? Yes, you know, yeah. for a tour. So he matches up on him, and then you got the ruck. You got Darcy Cameron, Scott Pendlebury, and uh, Jordan Nagoe, and you got Bo McKeary, uh, Jack Ginnivan, Dacos, and Oleg Markov, the ex Richmond boys. So, yeah. and you look at Mc, McCreary is a really good player. He is, mate. He's a good. really good player. You got him coming off the bench. He's just an absolute gun. And Murphy's having a great, great year at centre back there. He's, yeah. he's another one. He's come from nowhere. Just well, uh, this is where you got to draw the comparisons. They've got some players on the list that weren't big names, and they're coming out. They're doing the roles, and yeah. they're doing the role players. Yeah. And this is where some of these Eagles players should be looking at teams like this and saying, well. I'm in the same boat, so I should be doing something exactly. similar. You know what I mean? I find good teams bring the other players along with and them. And like we, we've said that all along, yeah, haven't we? Yeah. You know, the better players around, you look so better. You've yeah. got a good team system and your yeah. stars are firing. If your stars aren't firing, then mm. they don't bring the lesser players into the game. That's where they're playing good now. But who plays on Mason Cox? You said, well, he's having playing so well right now because he's rucking. He's their sole ruckman right now. So who's on him? Well, Bailey Williams and... Cox is a giant man, but he's not a—he's not one of those strong bulls. You know what I mean? He's not a Witzer that or a Darcy that will push Williams around. So let's see where Williams goes under uh, Cox. You know what I mean? But like, when when Darcy Cameron comes on the ruck, Darcy Cameron's injured still, isn't he? Is he? I thought he played last week, didn't he? Am I wrong? I Don't thought know, Cox I was sole ruckman for the last couple of weeks. I didn't watch their game yesterday, which I. I'm Sorry, guys, sure it... we're madly checking that. Daniel could be vastly wrong. He maybe is back. But, yeah, I, I was under the impression he's still injured, so Cox is the number one ruckman, and that's why he's dominating games. You know, he's he just pinch hits in there, but now he's got it on his shoulders and he's the sole ruckman. He's playing really well. No, he's back. So he's, he's back, back. Did he come back last yeah, so week? he's playing. He, pl- he had more hit-outs than um, Cox on the weekend. He had 35 hit-outs. Well, bugger. I was hoping he was still injured, so there so, goes that plan. So when uh, Cox is up forward... This height. No, oh, well, it's obviously Barras. So know. it's got to be Barras because you're not bringing back Harry Edwards, are you? No, he's injured. Uh, no. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he's injured. He's injured. Well, he's not on the injury he list. Broke so. his, he broke his wrist or something, I believe. Oh, well, so hang on, No, sorry. It might not have been a wrist, but yeah, he injured himself during the game. He hurt his wrist beforehand and then yeah. in so He's another game, guy that's just been injured. kept off yeah. the injury list. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he's definitely injured. And that, that's what kills me. JJ and Edwards is now down from last week where – you know, we get players back, but we lose one or two every week, and that's why I got fingers crossed for Sheed because I want a week where we don't lose them because we talk about after buy all the players yeah. that could be back. You know, we got to stop this the hemorrhaging of players. All right, so we've gone through Collingwood's list, and we saw the team on that the Eagles put out against the Bombers. Who comes out and who comes in? Is there any changes? Uh, I, I would. I would. There's a little – we talked about this on – uh, the fifth quarter or final, final quarter, siren. sorry, final siren. Thank you, was I said three names and they're all bloody <laughs> wrong. 
Jesus, for our own podcast, I don't even know the name. Um, no, but there is that little bit of pressure now in the waffle. It, it's not a great side where three or four players down from being real competitive in that waffle, but there's players there now. So, yeah, there's pressure on. So players like Noah Long, if they're not performing. West, I think, did okay, but then maybe a Petra Sally didn't do enough, you know. Clark was a sub, so maybe you give him a good run in the waffle. So, yeah, that, I, I think so. Uh, we talked about Gaff and Sally, so uh, make a statement. You know what I mean? I know you need these senior players around, but you've got Yo back now in that midfield. You've still got Kelly in there. Hopefully Sheed's not injured. Maybe bring a true in. He's had two consistent games now, and I feel if you, you're a young kid and you get dropped to the waffle, you don't come in after one good game. I like to yeah. you get a couple, like back it up a couple of weeks. Chester had a great last quarter, so he could come in. But again, I would like him to play another game, at least in the waffle, to get some form. It's just not as much pressure in there. Um so, yeah, I would definitely make, I reckon, two changes. I would love to get Jamison in that side. But that said, I don't want Williams to drop. And if Jamison comes in, he has to play Ruck full-time almost because we've tried it several times and those two together in the side doesn't really work. Um, but Jamison's coming off the best game I've ever seen him play at Waffle or AFL level. It was a brilliant game. Um, well, it's, it's weird because Jamison on Thursday night was named in the starting lineup. Mm. Yes, yes. Right? got removed. Yeah. And then he got removed. So, sure and that's why that. I find that's why I don't take much notice of the Thursday night lineups anymore because, you know, you're sitting there and you see that, you think Jamison's going to play, and then he plays in the Waffle. Makes me so. think where the bloody Geelong Cats, they're notorious for that. They yeah. are the worst for it. And there's no repercussions for it, you know yeah, what I mean? Well, so it happens a lot. and. There we is, don't. We don't do it often. We, the, we bullshit. Oh shit! They are, language. They are trying injuries, to change it. But yeah, mm. I, I think you should because yeah. I personally don't like gambling, but it is a part of the game. It's yeah. huge. It's the main sponsors. People gamble on these games, expecting certain players to play, and if they don't play, well, then they've put their hard-earned money on something that was false. Yeah, I, I agree totally. Um, to me, uh, like you said. I'd love him to make a statement with Andrew Gaff, but because there were some players that just went in and out of the game, mm. I can't see them doing it now. I can't do it this week. They will not. I'll tell you what, they will not drop any senior players that are in there. I can tell you that right now. They won't. They well, won't. he never they've has. Already, they've already, never have and they never will. Yeah, so it's going to be the. But I'd love to see that statement. It's going to be the Clarks. It's going to be the West. Well, Connor West actually I, had a really good first half. Oh, Neil didn't play too well. No. Well, well, to me, if we it, know Luke Edwards is out, so someone's got to come in for him. So well, Zane True should really come into that team for him. So for, to me, Noah Long would get a rest for me. Mm. Yeah, and I'd love this. He's young. It's not, it's not a bad thing. And I'd swap him with Hewitt, mm. right? So I'd have Hewitt up forward. Yeah, so that, no, that, that's he, one change he, for he me. It wasn't really that. And no, no, but I'm going Some, for like. I'm yeah. sort of going like for like. Yeah. Sometimes that happens in the waffle. It's just getting mm. the runs into your yeah. legs. So it's not how much you do. It's just getting those and, minutes and in it, to me, And he was l- in and off the bench a lot, but yeah. He can play forward. So that's the reason I'd do that one. Um, I, um, Edwards is out. So does Clark get a full game or does he go back? Do you get more le- uh, minutes into his legs at the waffle? And somehow I, I have to see Trigger get in there just to give – Give him another go. You've got you've got nothing to lose, mate. Um, you know what I mean. You've got nothing to lose, yeah. and if if he's if he's good enough, he, he'll do it. And if not, he, he knows where he's at. Um, like you said, Chesser is another one that could probably come back in. Say, so I think to me, it'd be those. I think Chesser would come in because they rate him so highly. I'd see Chesser coming in for Luke Edwards. That's how I'd see Well, him. you would because he plays on the wing. Yeah. Yeah, right? so he, he's it's an inside player. Change, I would Ch- Chesser would come in for Edwards, but True could probably come in and, I don't know, 
you have a look at the list on the side there, you know, you don't know if Dom Sheed's going to be fit enough. Um, so true even if he comes in as a sub. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it won't be wholesale changes anyway, like you said, and it would be great to see Jamison come in. Yeah. Because, but let's see if he can follow it up again yeah, at the Waffle, it, huh? Yeah. Like you just yeah, said, yeah. play another game in the Waffle and see how it goes. Because he is one player that has to find a position other than being a ruck. I wondered if he could be a full back just because of his height. I mean, we've tried Edwards back for what is it, his fifth year, fourth year now, yeah. Edwards? He's been there a lot. You know, and he basically, you're tall, you're a big boy, let's make you a full back. Well, we, why don't we do that with Jamison? He showed his great, like, contested mark. He's a huge boy. Um, I think he actually debuted his first game for the Eagles when we decimated last year with COVID. I think he actually played in the back line. He was in the games. I think he, play, he yeah. debuted in the Collingwood he, game. And the sad thing was he was full back. Yeah. He, they had yeah. no choice. That's right. So I wonder if you could develop his game into a backman, change it up a bit, you know. Um, basically, I had him, and I hate doing this, but I did actually, and I'll admit this now, I had he was one on the chopping board, I actually had. And then after that game, I'm like... They, these players do it to me a lot. They don't perform, and I'm like, you, you, your spot on the list is jeopardised here. And then they have this great game. I'm like, oh no, I see something now. Probably heard you on the podcast, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. And I reckon Backman's a great idea with Jamison. He's got the height. He's huge. Make him a full back, and he can mark. See how that goes. Well, before we wrap it up on Bounce Down, um, I want to talk about the mid-season draft that's coming up on Wednesday when we release this. But who who wins? This game, Eagles and uh, Collingwood, quickly. I think Collingwood will win by about 40, 45 points. It's got to be under 40 points. It has to be 37, just under. Collingwood by seven points. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be. That would be a win. Uh, I know we're pessimistic. We can't have wins, but I want to see fight. Hawks I don't mind it, if we won Hawks one more. Hawks did it a lot yeah. last year, though. Yeah. Uh, where they were in a lot of games and they pushed it. That's what I want. I want to yeah. push these sides and just yeah. just so we get enjoyment out of the game. You know, it's bloody painful when you lose my fifth, averaging fifty point losses. You know, it's bloody painful. And before I get into the mid season draft, um, next on Saturday after the game, get onto our socials because I will be putting up a post because next week we'll have a final siren, but we won't have no bounce down. So instead of bounce down, we'll have a question time. So if you want to send in some questions and get our opinions, um, we'll try and give you our opinions. They're not going to be what the Eagles probably would give you, but we'll give our honest opinions. If you've got any questions to ask, just send them through and, we'll, and you'll get your name spoken out in, uh, on the podcast if you want or you can have a – tag, name, whatever. Um, but we'll be putting that out and see how it goes. But the mid-season draft comes up. Look, Eagles have basically said they're going to take a pick. Mm. So they were two and front if they weren't going to do. But there's a bit of conjecture now that they might take two picks. So it depends on how Jones comes out of his um, surgery today. Yeah. So there could be a possibility of two picks. So leading contenders – Everyone's talking about this kid called Ryan Marrick from Gippsland Power. He's 193 centimetres. He's a, a forward, but he can play in the mid. And he debuted with the Hawks two weeks ago. He kicked two goals. He had 15 disposals and eight marks. And on the weekend against Essendon, he kicked another two goals. So, you know, he's played two games in the VFL now. So they're doing that a lot with some of these guys now. I don't know if that's because... The mid-season draft, they want to get shown against the men, but he had eight clubs thing. talk yeah. to him. Yeah. So he's the younger kid. Is he 21? Favourite. 
Is he 21? 19. Nine, or even younger. Yeah. Well, sorry, Bull is 21. I got confused. Yeah. And that's good. We want to bring in this youth, you know. We so want he's another Jai Cully prospect yeah. sort of thing. You know what I mean? And he is rated. We've got no more pick. I think we just go with the highest rated player in the draft, yeah, like yeah. with Cully. Well, Don't he, go for he, needs. Just pick the best young player. And he's he, had the most him. clubs talk to him, so that's how they rate him the best. Yeah. Um, Another guy, well, you just said Jack Buller, 199 centimetres from Claremont, averages two goals a game, 17 disposals. He's had a calf issue. He played in the state game, did all right. And he wasn't excellent, but, you know, he did all right. So he can Kicked play in the ruck. goal, that was yeah. about it, yeah. He can play in the ruck, so he's another option. He, he won't a, last to a, a second pick. he got a quad injury on the weekend, I believe. Uh, he's been carrying a is it quad or calf? He's yeah, a calf. Carrying yeah, so now he's got another injury. He's got a bit of a quad on the weekend. Yeah. A quad, car, uh, uh, like, like cook quad. Well, then uh, if that, that's happening. Uh, he was might not look that way. Um, there's another ruckman. Uh, that, just quickly, he is 21, that player. Yeah. 199 centimetres, so he's a tall lad that does pinch it in the ruck. Yeah. Um, he's my favourite. There's another one, Clay Tucker. He's a 204-centimetre ruck at Eastern Rangers, so... They're touting him if Eagles go with Marrick, that uh, North Melbourne would pick him. Um, Eagles could be looking at another ruck. Who knows? They might be. I don't see it. I, I, I don't they like have interviewed him. We, but we talked about this before. Like, we've got Jamison, we've got Williams, we've got Barnett, we've got Nick Nat. Nick Nat's injured, but we still got four rucks on the actual list. Yeah. You don't want five rucks on your list. I think there's only like a couple clubs that have that many. Yeah. I, I, personally, I don't like I that. I don't they'll go for a ruck. Myself. And a guy that's shot up in the last few few weeks is um, a guy that's playing at Richmond VFL, uh, James Chazizi. He's a defender, and he's averaging uh, 27 possessions a game and kicking goals from half-back flank. Um, so Richmond, they, they could uh, – Upgrade him onto their list because they've got a, a low pick. Robert Hansen Jr., Eagles are into him a bit, but he'll probably slip past and I don't think he'll last long because he's, he's exciting to watch. Mm. I had him in my draft picks last year mm. with um, Trawar and I actually rate him better than Trawar. Yeah. So um, he, he's exciting. He's a, an X factor. Um, and Eagles, if they get around to a second pick, there might be a chance that they look at Narkle, he's playing at Essendon now, and he's averaging twenty disposals a game. How old right. is Narkle? Twenty five, twenty four. He's yeah. not old. He's not old, but no. you know. So um, there's a chance that Essendon might upgrade him, but they've got a couple yeah. of players. They've got two picks as well, Essendon. So mm. they might upgrade another kid that's called Jack Cleaver yeah. from uh, WA. He's a good player. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, I'm actually to, sorry. You sorry, go. So to me, with Narkle, you think if if he was going to make it, clubs would have picked him up by yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, he was on Geelong's list for about three, three or four years. Yeah. I think there's obviously something there. Maybe he's he's a, he's too much of a two-like player to yeah. they've already got. So yeah, uh, Geelong trying to break into that midfield is pretty hard thing to do, mate. Uh, They'd probably like him now, to be honest. But yeah, I'm actually excited. This draft isn't as good as last one. The mid-season. No, it's very shallow. It's not a very great one. They're getting 13 but, picks tops. And the f- more players we have to pick, the deeper we have to cut at the end of the year. Yep. Yeah. Because you've got to make up for three players added to your list at the end of the year. What? So, but we need to also strengthen that waffle as well. Yeah. Uh, Jake Buller, I'm really high on. Ryan Marrick will definitely go first, in my opinion, because he's just touted the best. Buller's the player I like because he fits our needs. He can pinch it in the ruck, you know. Because um, we're we still using Waterman. It's it's funny. We, we're changing that up a bit. but it's Well, Ryan Marrick's the same height as Waterman, yeah. so, but he plays as a midfielder as well. Yeah, but then Buller, 
not 199 centimetres, yep. forward ruck, that fits our needs. Mm. They're both young. You said Marek's there. The thing with Buller, though, is Freo also interested. So we're obviously he going to first. That That's what I mean. So he yeah. might not be there by our second pick because Freo might pick him first, which I think for them is – I'm going to say is a mistake because they've got to get games into Amos. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. showing now he's liking that responsibility. They've also got um, – Well, Freo will probably sorry, pass. It's, it's not Tucker. Who's the other – he's really tall. He looks like a ruckman plays forward for him. Who, Tabena? No, Tabena's no. a crab. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm – are you talking I'm about Fremantle? A, yeah, I'm drawing a blank, but they've got another young forward that's mm. only played a couple games this year. Big player, plays great for Pierre. Tracy. Tracy, yes. He played on the weekend. Yes. Really I kept saying Tuck, great. I knew it. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, he played well on the weekend. So they've now actually got these forwards. Fife goes forward as well, you know. Uh, they've got Jackson that goes forward. I think them getting a, another forward, I don't think that's their problem anymore, you know what I mean? Because mm. they miss he, – he's probably – by the time this comes out, he, he's probably the rising star he, this he's week. He's already got it this week. He got it, so yeah. he did get it Monday. Yeah, because yeah, I just assumed he would. So well, you got a rising star forward in there that's playing great footy. Well, Frio have said they will pass if the two players – so obviously they're looking at Buller and Hanson. If they're not, yeah. they're, they're passing. So, yeah. so you know, I don't think their list – yeah, they're a yeah, different Be- – Beginning of, of the year, I would have gone, yeah, yeah, he's a great one. But their forward line's just now starting to gel. Jackson's really picked up up there. You know, Amos has come in and he's kicking bloody goals. I think he's kicked three on the weekend and probably three the week before, I believe. He's you know, 13 and this Nine, so far. Uh, yeah, he's on 19 goals, I think, this year. Yeah. So no, he's, he's on a, track to get a 40-goal yeah, season if he yeah. keeps playing. So why would you bring in another forward slash ruck when you've brought in Luke Jackson on 950000 a year yeah. and you're getting a lesser Jackson? You know what I mean? So I don't think he fits there, but – I have a feeling he will go there if we don't pick him first, which nah, I don't think we will. But Buller won't get past four. Yeah. And and Frio, if they have their one chance, they'll be going for Hanson. So they, well, let's hope he, they do go for Hanson because I want Buller. But, I just, he's but just I, be Buller there. won't be there after pick four or five. Yeah. So it sounds like we're going for Mar- Ryan Merrick anyway. Yeah, well, well, he's definitely the first The thing player. is with Ryan Merrick, he's got a – He's asked for the 18-month contract. Mm. Well, he's so, interstate. You've got to pay so, them. Um, You've got to do it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them are doing it now. Most of them are six-month contracts. And at the end of it, if they – so the, the thing was with six-month contracts, they get 50000 bucks up front. If they don't – if they get cut, they get an extra twenty, So it's 70 grand for half a year. Yeah. So – and um, the 18-month contracts are on 70000 for the first – the first six months, and then they're up to the rookie wage mm. for the next twelve months. So this will all be decided by the time this comes out. I might we, we might release it a bit earlier in the day. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Actually, I think we're going to have to release this early. We don't want to have a whole conversation on a draft True. that's already happened. You know, yeah. right. it's going to be Wednesday morning then, boys. Yeah, yeah. Right. Have to nice right. and early. Right, guys, thanks for joining us, and until next week, uh, go Eagles. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Born is pride from isolation, a fortress built. We cross the nation, our colors share.